Hi, this is Melissa with Mix In Some Magic. Welcome to my podcast. Finally, finally, after I don't even know how long of waiting, we have some big Disneyland news. Wait, wait for it. Disneyland has finally announced reopening ticket sale information. Yay, finally! We've been waiting forever and it happened just today. I have so much to share with you guys. We've got a lot to cover on ticket information from Disneyland, so let's get started. Okay, this is only for California residents. Unfortunately, I wish I had better news for those of you who are not California residents like myself, but we still don't know exactly when we will be able to visit the parks. Although, Governor Newsom did announce today that he has high hopes that by June 15th, if all goes well with vaccinations and hospital um, hospitalization levels stay low, that California will be able to open back up normally by June 15th. So, Fingers crossed that can all happen because that would mean that those of us who are not California residents could get back to the parks this summer. Although he did say that a mask mandate would still be in place. So don't get too excited if you're not a fan of the masks. But beginning April 9th, if you currently hold a theme park ticket and are a California resident, you can start checking available days for your tickets. Then, on April 12th, ticket reservations will launch for guests with existing valid theme park tickets. Then, on April 15th, theme park park ticket sales will resume and guests without park tickets can begin purchasing tickets and making park reservations. Again, just California residents only. And then, on April 22nd, dining reservations for select locations will be available. So this is all such great news, especially for those of us who have been on pins and needles waiting. They also told us that theme park ticket sales will resume no earlier than 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. This is also huge news because some of us who maybe are a little obsessive would be up all night checking on tickets availability to see when they dropped because in the past Disney has sometimes dropped ticket event sales in the middle of the night and so people are up all night checking but they've told us that they will not go on sale earlier than 8 a.m. so this is good news for those of us who need our sleep so I'm so glad that they announced that all right more information Guests with valid theme park admission tickets who are planning to stay at the Disney's Grand California Hotel and Spa, which is the only hotel that will be open, the only hotel on property which will be open when Disneyland reopens April 30th, will also need to book a theme park reservation as a hotel stay does not guarantee a theme park reservation. So just because you're staying in a Disneyland Park hotel does not mean you automatically have a reservation. You'll still need a theme park ticket, and a theme park reservation. Guests with park hopper tickets may choose, pending availability, which theme park to start their day. So 
When making your theme park reservations, you'll select which theme park you want to start at if you have a park hopper ticket, and then you'll be able to visit the other park beginning at 1 p.m. that day. So this is exciting news too, because many people were speculating that theme or that park hopping would not be available when Disneyland first reopened. So good news, that's good news too. Guests with multi-day tickets will be required to make a separate park reservation for each day they plan to visit the theme parks. That's not really surprising at all. Just like Disney World, every single day you're going to be there, you're going to need to have a reservation for each day. Um, About park hours, upon reopening, daily park hours for Disneyland Park and California Adventure Park are currently planned to be 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Uh, That's subject to change, of course, but for the time being, it will only be open from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Parking, theme park parking will be available at the Mickey and Friends and Pixar Pals parking structure located off of Disneyland Drive. So, some exciting information if you guys are planning to be there in the near future. This is great news. Um, I'm going to put a link to my favorite place to book hotels at a discount. If you guys are looking for hotels, you're going to want to check that out for sure. Okay, on the Disneyland website, they have a lengthy list of all of the attractions that will be open at each park along with dining that will be open and um, shopping that will be open. So you can go over to their website and check that out if you want. I'm going to just go over, I'm not going to name each and every ride that will be open. I think it's easier to just tell you the ones that will be closed. So let's see, Rise of the Resistance will be open. I know some people had concerns about that and there will be a virtual queue for that ride just like there was before the parks closed and like there is at Disneyland or at Disney World so we can count on that. Um, The rides that will not be opening back up when the parks open are Finding Nemo Submarine Voyage. I can understand why that would be closed. Everybody's just squished tight into those little tiny submarines so... I can see why that wouldn't be open with COVID. The Matterhorn bobsleds will be closed, which is kind of disappointing. I'm not sure why those wouldn't be open, but those are not going to be running. Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters will be closed. I thought maybe it was because um, they didn't want to have to sanitize the controllers after each time, but Toy Story will be open at California Adventure, so I'm not sure exactly why they're choosing to close Buzz Lightyear, but Over at California Adventure, Grizzly River Run will be closed, and the Golden Zephyr will also be closed. Not sure why those two will be closed. Maybe they're undergoing renovations. I have no idea. Also, Jungle Cruise will not be open because it's undergoing major storytelling updates to remove negative depictions of native people. So that will be closed while they're undergoing renovations, but the existing version of Splash Mountain will return to the parks when opened because the transformation of the princess and the frog is happening at a later date. So Splash Mountain will be back along with all the other rides that everybody knows and loves. So I'm super excited about that. So check out the Disneyland website for a full list of the dining that will be available and shopping, but it looks like a lot of things will be open from the get-go, which is very exciting. There will be all the COVID safety measures in place, of course, with temperature checks and the mask wearing and spacing out six feet apart, things like that. So that will all be in place. Everybody knew that was going to happen. So no surprises there, but there's a lot of exciting things happening. I 
haven't been really feeling too sad that Disneyland's reopening and that I won't be able to be there until today. And then with all this new news and information about the parks opening, oh man, it's got to me a little bit. So I am feeling a little down that I'm not going to be able to be there. I had anticipated that when Disneyland did reopen, that they would not allow annual pass holders right off the bat just because there's so many annual pass holders at Disneyland. And I was an annual pass holder, and so when they announced that they were going to stop selling tickets right before they closed, then I hurry and bought some tickets just so I would be able to have tickets, and then when they reopened, I would be able to be there. But I did not anticipate that they would say only California residents. I mean, who could have anticipated any of this happening, you know, well over a year ago? So... I will not be there when it opens, and I'm a little disappointed about that, but I am looking forward to being there as soon as humanly possible so that I can get back to enjoying the magic. This week is spring break for my kids, so I've got all my kids home. I've banished them to their bedrooms while I record this podcast, but it's going to be a shorter podcast this week just because it's a busy, busy week. I wasn't going to do it at all, but then there was this news about Disneyland opening up and I had to share it with you and then it got me thinking about all the yummy treats that were going to be available when the Disney parks open up again. So I did a little poll on my Instagram about what everybody's favorite Disneyland treats are and that's what we're going to be talking about today is my top Disneyland treats. I've also got some honorable mentions on my list and a few favorites that are discontinued. So we're going to be talking about all of that. I hope you're hungry because if you're not, you're going to be by the end of this. (laughs) All right, I'm going to take a quick break and when I come back, we'll get started. Okay, welcome back. I am excited to talk about Disneyland treats. I've been thinking about this for a little while now. What would be the first thing that I ran to get as soon as I got back in Disneyland? And I've been asking other people too, anyone I see that I know is a Disneyland fan. Like, what treat are you going to get first when you come back? So I'm excited to talk about this today. This list of mine, I was trying to number it in order from, you know, like my least favorite to my top favorite. It got too difficult. I couldn't rank some of these. It just didn't seem fair because I love them all so much. So these are in no particular order except for the very last one that I'll be sharing because that is my number one and it's always going to be my number one and it claims the number one spot hands down. So I'm saving that one for last. Last the best of all the game. Okay, number one are churros. Now, when I did my poll on Instagram, there were so many people who said churros, 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 the Disneyland churros, they're their favorites. Now, I do have to say, I like the churros, but they are not my favorite. Every time I buy a churro at Disneyland, I think I could have had this exact same churro for $1 at Costco. I think that every time and I enjoy it, but I don't have to get one every time. It's not, you know, something that I daydream about, but 
it, as it was it I mean so many people commented that they love the Disneyland churro so I had to add it to my list I do enjoy the specialty churros that they bring out um, seasonally and at different celebrations I enjoy trying all of those and I know that a lot of people do too so I would go for a specialty churro over just a plain ordinary churro anytime um, some of my favorites have been, they had a milk and cookies churro a while back that I thought was really yummy. And they also had this, I think they called it a red hot churro over at California Adventure once. And it kind of tasted like a little bit like a hot tamale or a cinnamon bear. And that is my favorite flavor. I love hot tamales and cinnamon candies and all of that. So I did enjoy that one. A very popular one is the Fluffernutter churro that has the churro and the marshmallow cream topping and some chocolate and chocolate chips. I think it has a peanut butter cream spread on it too. I've tried that one. I liked it, but it was so sweet. I could not have eaten the whole thing myself, so I had to share it. So I did enjoy that one. And I have this awesome neighbor who likes to recreate treats and she bought a bunch of churros from Costco. You can buy them frozen. Did you know that? You can buy them in a big box of I think 50 and then you just heat them up in your oven and toss them with cinnamon sugar. So if anyone's a churro fan, head to Costco and buy some in bulk. Anyway, she recreated the Fluffernutter churro and brought it to me and it was really good. So super yummy. If you have never tried the specialty churros, give that a try for sure because they are pretty delicious. All right, the next one that was super popular for good reason, I believe, is the Dole Whips. Everybody loves the Dole Whips and I get this one because I love Dole Whips too. So you can find them over at the Tiki Room. There's two places to buy them. I mean, at least there used to be. Who knows? what will happen with the reopening but you could buy them there was a line that was outside of the tiki room queue area and one that was inside and the inside line was almost always shorter so if you are planning on getting a dole whip i recommend heading over inside the tiki room queue area and getting your dole whip there so they have two different versions of the dole whip they have just the ice cream it's a pineapple soft serve and then they have the Dole Whip float which is the pineapple soft serve in pineapple juice now when I've polled people about this everyone seems to just love the pineapple soft serve the Dole Whip plain by itself but I actually prefer it in the float style if I have to choose between getting it in the float style or just plain it's always the float and if the float was not available I think I would skip it all together <gasps> don't tell anybody so um I would try it in the float if you've never had one you can also get the Dole Whips over at the Tropical Hideaway and they will mix them I don't think they have the float over there do they I don't know it's been so long since I've been but they have different flavors too they'll have like a raspberry and you can make swirls and that's pretty yummy too so you can also get it over at the Tropical Hideaway I would go for the pineapple version though with the pineapple juice is what I'm trying to say. So yummy. We do have um, a little ice cream shop near my house that sells actual Dole Whips. So we get those sometimes. They don't have it with the pineapple juice. I've, <laughs> I've thought about maybe venturing over there and then making my own, bringing it home and putting it in pineapple juice. I might have to save that for a summer treat. All right, next on my list is popcorn popcorn at disneyland is somehow better than popcorn everywhere else in the world i don't know why but it just is it's so oh it's just so good 
but I'm a huge popcorn fan. You should know that about me. I love popcorn. I make it at my house. I don't know how many times a week, often, but I don't like microwave popcorn because it's disgusting. And my kids all prefer microwave popcorn, but I have um, this oil popper. Is that what it's called? I don't know. It sits on the counter. You add a little oil to it and the popcorn, and then it pops up, and it's so good. Then I melt real butter and pour it all over and sprinkle it with salt, and it's the best thing in the entire world, second only maybe to the popcorn at Disneyland. Now, I did find a new popcorn favorite when I was at a touch of Disney with my cousin Mandy a few weeks ago. She was going on and on about the caramel popcorn you could get from a certain popcorn cart at California Adventure, and I had never heard of this. I didn't know it existed, and I was super excited to try it. So we got this caramel popcorn. It's from a popcorn cart right next to Award Wieners at California Adventure, and it was delicious. It was kind of like a kettle corn, but more a more caramely flavor, and it was served warm. I mean, it's hot right off of the popcorn popper machine, and it was amazing. So if you're a popcorn fan, add that to your list. Try the caramel popcorn. I would love to know what you think of it. Next, we are going to talk about macaroons. Now, these are different than macarons. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. Macaroon, though, is the Matterhorn macaroon. It's this coconut cookie. Is that what it is? I don't know. It's macaroon. If you know, you know. It is coconut flavor, and coconut is the main part of this cookie. So if you don't like coconut, you got to skip this altogether because you will hate it. If you like coconut, though, this could be one of your very favorite things. I love it. You can get it at the Jolly Holiday Bakery. It's adorable, and it's so good. It is pretty big and sweet, so we like to split it up. But this is a really fun treat, especially to bring home to people, um, neighbors watching your pets or things like that, because it's a little special thing that, I mean, you can get macaroons other places, but not Matterhorn macaroons, because it looks like the Matterhorn, and it's got a little snow cap, white chocolate part on the top, and it's delicious. I actually have a copycat recipe for this that turned out so good that you think you guys will like if you're a fan of macaroons. So I will put a link to that in the show notes so you can give it a try because it's pretty delicious. Okay, now we're going to talk about macarons. And I don't even know if I'm saying that right because I've never been to France. Is that where they make them? I think it is. Anyway, they are not coconutty at all. They're kind of like a a light fluffy meringue type cookie that they put something in the middle and they you know there's all different things that they put in the middle so there's this chewy cookie that the texture is absolutely delightful and it's a flavored they'll have like lemon or raspberry and then in the middle that sometimes they'll have ice cream or they'll have a cream type filling with fruit and they often have them in Mickey shape, and they're pretty big too. So I recommend splitting this as well. This is also a fun treat to bring home, but it's a little more nerve-wracking because you kind of need a cooler if it has a cream filling, and you're going to need to keep it safe because it's a lot more fragile than the Matterhorn macaroons. This is probably a better eat-at-the-park kind of treat or take back to your hotel room but we make sure to get one of these all the time um, while we're visiting the parks. They have them at the Jolly Holiday Bakery 
if you are wanting to get one of these. They often run out though, so I would not wait till the end of the night because they can run out and they are delicious. So keep your eye on the foodie guides when they come out for the holidays because they'll always have a specialty macaron in there and they are delicious. Next, we're going to talk about the Mickey Mouse ice cream bar. Now, this is one that I hadn't eaten in years and years, and my kids would always get it. We'd get them one while we were waiting in line, things like that, but I'd never tried them because it's a vanilla ice cream dipped in chocolate shaped like Mickey. Like, how good can it be? Let me tell you something. It is very, very good, and I'm so bummed that I've been missing out on it all these years. So a couple years ago, we went to Disney World, and I finally tried one, and I was blown away. This is not your grab-at-the-grocery-store vanilla ice cream bar covered in chocolate. It's so good. Way better than I ever anticipated, and now it makes my favorites list every single time. So the chocolate that covers it is kind of a darker chocolate, I would say, and it's got, I mean, it's cold chocolate, which is one of my favorite things. You know when chocolate's cold or in the freezer and it has that little snap when you bite it? I love that. I keep chocolate chips in my freezer so that I can have that little snap of chocolate. Does that make sense? I'm not crazy, right? People do this. This is a thing. Do you know what I I also keep in my freezer are junior mints. They're so good frozen. Now I'm wanting junior mints. Okay, focus. Back to the Mickey ice cream bars. They are delicious. You need to try them. Add that to your list if you've never had a Mickey ice cream bar. And now I'm wondering about the Mickey ice cream sandwiches because I've never had one of those. But my son, that's his top thing to get. He always wants one of those. So now I'm thinking I should probably give those a try too. Okay, another treat that was often mentioned in my Instagram poll was beignets. And I love beignets. Everybody loves beignets, right? How could you not? It's fried dough. It's like fry bread. It's delicious. So I grew up eating a form of beignets. My mom made them all the time. We call them scones, but it's just dough that we fried. And my kids have grown up eating them. We put, we like to put jam and honey or butter and cinnamon sugar on them. But when we're making them the Disneyland way, then I will cut them out in Mickey shape and we'll put them in a paper bag with powdered sugar and shake them up and they are delicious. So I also have a copycat recipe for the Disneyland beignets on my blog. I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. That's one of my most popular recipes on the blog, so you'll want to check that out. Very good, and don't let the fried dough scare you. It's not that hard to work with. It's just yeast dough that you fry. You can do it, and if you want to do a really cheaty way, you can buy the Rhodes Rolls you know, the frozen kind, unthaw them, kind of squish them out a little bit and then fry those up too and put powdered sugar on them. There you go. Easy beignets. So I do love beignets, but I like the holiday or the specialty version of beignets even better. Maybe it's because we make beignets so often at home that it's kind of fun to try something different. So I have loved the different ones that they've had available. They've had a butterscotch one that I thought was so good. The candy cane beignet is always a favorite of mine. At one point they did a pumpkin spice that was good. They had a chocolate covered strawberry that we tried once around Valentine's Day that I was not a huge fan of. I didn't think that one was amazing, but I have 
sat there and daydreamed about the butterscotch one and the candy cane one. So if you ever come across those, give those a try. They are delicious. Okay, corn dogs were mentioned often in my Instagram poll. I love the Disneyland corn dogs. They're not my like go-to. I have to have them every time I go, but I do enjoy a good corn dog. Who doesn't, right? So there's two places you can get the corn dogs. You can get them at the little red wagon on Main Street, but the lines here get awfully, awfully long. Um, they also only serve their corn dogs with a bag of chips or a bag of apples, I believe. Does that sound right? I think that's right. Or you can get them at the Stage Door Cafe, which is right next to the Golden Horseshoe, and that's where we prefer to get ours because you can get them with french fries instead of the chips, and we like their french fries over there. So we will often go over there, plus they've got seating right there, or you can take your corn dog into the Golden Horseshoe where it's air-conditioned and they always have tons of seating available, and we will go over there and eat our corn dogs. Um, some people do say that the Little Red wagon corn dogs are better than the golden or not the golden horseshoe the stage door cafe corn dogs honestly i have never done a side-by-side -side comparison but i am assuming they are the same corn dog because i doubt that they have two different recipes that they are making there in the back kitchens of disneyland what do i know though if i'm wrong someone correct me but i think they are probably the same Another fan favorite are Mickey Mouse pretzels. So if you are a fan of soft pretzels, you are a fan of Mickey pretzels because they're Mickey shaped. So there's nothing like amazing or super special about these pretzels except for they're Mickey shaped. I enjoy them because sometimes I have a little bit of a sugar overload and I want something that's not sweet. And this is my go-to snack along with popcorn for something that's not sweet. I have heard that they have them that are cream cheese filled, which I have never tried before in my life, and it sounds amazing. So that is on my to-do list, is try a cream cheese pretzel. They also come with cheese. Is it extra or is it free? I don't know. I think maybe it's extra. It's like this plastic cheese. That's what they call it on social media. It's not great. I don't know. Some people love it. I never get it. I don't like it. I prefer it just plain. Some people like it. So if you're a plastic cheese fan, then there you go. Go for it. Some of my kids like it. it just makes it better. So pretzels are for sure on my list. Okay, we have some honorable mentions that a few people talked about. Churro toffee. Churro toffee has been all the rage for a couple of years. Everybody loves it. Um, I kind of think maybe people are starting to get tired of it. Is that a thing could that happen I love churro toffee but I never buy it at Disneyland because I have a neighbor one of my friends is amazing and she makes churro toffee all the time and then she brings it to me and so I don't even have to buy churro toffee guys I have the hookup and it, she's really good at it because toffee's tricky right I've never actually even tried to make churro toffee because she's so good at it and she brings it to my house so I don't really feel like that's something that I need to even bother with. Dang it, she's going to hear this and then she's going to stop bringing me churro toffee so I learn to make my own. Don't do it, Tia. Keep making me churro toffee. Okay, honorable mention number two is caramel apples. I don't often buy caramel apples here at Disneyland. They are so cute, but why won't they cut them up for you? That's my question. Sometimes you just want them you don't want to like cart an apple around with you back to your hotel or back to your house. You want them to chop the apple up and let you eat it while you're walking around the parks, right? 
at Universal Studios, they cut up the apple for you. I don't know why they don't at Disneyland. I think maybe because it'll just make a big old mess because they've got so much going on with their the decorations on the apples. That's my only guess is that it's just be a fall apart ugly mess and they don't want to deal with it. I don't know. I do wish that they would cut them up. I would buy them much more often if they would cut them up for me. So that's my complaint with the caramel apples. Another honorable mention was the gray stuff, which is so good. If you've never had it over at Red Rose Tavern. Yes. I haven't said these Disneyland restaurant names for so long. They're all starting to blend together. So the Red Rose Tavern has the gray stuff, which is different than the gray stuff at Disney World. At Disney World, it's kind of like a cupcake over at the, the Beast Castle. No, be our guest in the Beast Castle. Yes, that's right. So at the Red Rose Tavern, they have this little shortbread cookie. And then on top of the shortbread cookie is this little mini red velvet cupcake with a raspberry on top of it. And then they swirl the gray stuff, which is kind of like a, a mousse, almost like a chocolatey. It kind of has an Oreo flavor to me. They swirl that around the cupcake so you can't even see the cupcake it's all swirled and then they put these little sprinkles on the top and it is very good a way better at Disneyland in my opinion than at Disney World and I actually recreated this recipe back during the pandemic and it was really good and then I never even posted about it I never wrote up the recipe or shared the pictures or anything like that and it was so good so now I'm starting to think I should do that I just need more time but eventually I'm going to share the gray stuff recipe because it was pretty delicious. Okay, before we end, I want to talk about discontinued Disneyland treats. So Disneyland has a couple of treats that were my absolute favorites that are now long gone. And it makes me sad. It still makes me sad. So the number one thing I miss is from Pooh Corner over by Splash Mountain in Critter Country. And I don't even remember what it was called, but it was these peanut butter squares. So they had a graham cracker covered with this thick, creamy, soft peanut butter mixture topped with another graham cracker. And then the whole thing was dipped in chocolate. And it was so good. Like I daydreamed about that all the time. And then one day they changed it a little bit and the peanut butter mixture was a little bit drier. It wasn't nearly as good. And that was a little sad. I asked a cast member about it and she said that there was a different vendor making them. So they weren't making them on property. Someone was bringing them in and for some reason the recipe had been changed and it wasn't as good. And then one day they were just gone. That was it. No more yummy peanut butter squares. So I went home, I recreated a recipe for them that is actually very good, and I never posted about it. Dang it, that's another one that I need to get on. So I need to do my gray stuff and these peanut butter squares. Okay, I'll work on that. I just need more time. That's all. Another thing they discontinued from Pooh Corner was these pretzel rods. They had these pretzel rods. They dipped them in caramel, then they dipped them in chocolate, and then they rolled them in little mini Reese's. You know, the little the little hard candy Reese's, kind of like M&M's, but they're peanut butter. And they were delicious. I loved them so much. And now they're gone too. Just poof, just like that. So that's two things that I miss very much. The pretzels are really easy to make at home. We've done those in the past and they are delicious. Still one of my favorites. I just wish we could get them back at the parks. 
Okay, did you guys realize I never told you my number one Disneyland treat? I've been saving it, holding out until the very, very end. The grand finale, my very favorite Disneyland treat is the churro sundae from the Golden Horseshoe Cafe. It's amazing. You can only find it seasonally. It's only available at Halloween time. But you guys, this is the stuff dreams are made of. So it's very simple, but it's delicious. So it's cookie dough ice cream with a cookie butter sauce, a little churro on the side. There's actually two churros. And then whipped cream and a little extra cookie butter sauce on the top of the whipped cream. I don't know what it is about it, but this stuff is amazing. I've literally had dreams about it, wishing I was back at Disneyland eating this churro sundae. I think it's the cookie butter sauce that takes it to the next level. It's kind of like caramel. I guess if you didn't know it was cookie butter sauce, you would think it was caramel. But it is incredible, absolutely amazing. It's one of those things that I've thought about recreating at home, but I just don't know if it would be as good. I guess I need to give it a try, see what I can do, see if I can recreate my very favorite at home. I don't know why I haven't done it yet. I think it's just so special to me. I don't want to mess it up. <laughs> that makes sense, right? Well, with any luck, they will bring it back full time to Disneyland and I'll be able to have it whenever I want. That would be a dream come true. If not, I'm just happy to have it once a year at Halloween time or maybe two or three or four times. I may get it more than once on my Halloween visits. It's that good. All right, you guys, that's all I've got for you today. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm going to be putting links to my copycat Disneyland recipes in the show notes. I'll also put a link for discount hotels, discount Disneyland tickets, because tickets are going to be going on sale soon. Yay! Just for California residents, but that's still okay. I'm still happy. I'll also put a link to the complete all the information for re the reopening of Disneyland, um, all the information you need to know if you're planning on visiting soon or buying tickets, all that kind of stuff. I'll put a link there and any other links I can think of. If I think you need them, I'll put them in the show notes. Um, thank you guys so much for being here. I really appreciate it. I would love it if you would rate my podcast and leave a review. That would be so helpful. That helps people find me and I would really appreciate it. I'll be back next week with something new. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk soon.